Welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast. Now, sit back and enjoy while Nick and Trevor help you use your technology to make money and delight your clients. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast. It is 2022. Hello, Trevor. How are you? Hi, Nick. Happy New Year. Whoa. 2022. <laughs> it, I, is, it is I, 2022. Wow, my goodness. Yeah, I love this first week. I still write down 2021 on everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you still write? Oh, we, we have computers uh, well, to do that for us right. now. I'm putting dates in. Yeah, you, you, I, I can imagine you're putting dates on checks and all those sorts oh, of old-fashioned yeah, yeah, things. No. I was trying to sign up for something yesterday, and it was doing all the dates back to front. You know, it was doing the twenty, you know, twenty twenty-two, oh one fifteen. And I was, I was having to think about that, and I kept on putting twenty twenty-one. Going, why is this not working? <laughs> <laughs> no good. I can imagine you there with your big ledger book, writing yeah, the date yeah. in the top right <sighs> corner as you do your trial balances. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You know, I don't do any of that stuff anymore. Now, I must say, I was in the shower this morning, as you do. Oh, we're going to go here, are we? Okay. It's one of the the places I do my thinking. And and I was was thinking about, yeah, what we're going to talk about today. Oh, we've been away for a little while. We're back. We took a good break over Christmas, come back refreshed. And I was thinking about um, accounting practices and this this, this, this real mix-up between what we're in the IT industry called workflow and what you and accounting practices. And I'd also noticed in, in graphic design and in television and all sorts of things, there's this word workflow, which is bandied around. And I, I think it means two different things. Um, and I was thinking about it and I, and I thought, when I look at, you know, there's, some, there's, there's a whole product out there called Workflow Max, which has workflow in the name. And in IT, there's a product called Autotask. And you think they they take humans out of the loop, right? But, but what they seem to do, all these products, is they have this, this set way of doing something and your people need to fit into doing it that way. There's no ability to use the computer to do things that your people are doing, to automate your processes, to make your workflows happen. And I think that's possibly yeah, almost the biggest reason why, yeah, uh, for at least from what I'm seeing, why accounting firms don't get to grow to be huge. Um, when I look at organizations like the really big end of town, they work purely on data, they automate stuff, they have, you know, their processes are, are, are designed, automated, and everybody does it the same way. Yet it seems to me, when I deal with accounting firms, I have one person who does something one way, another person who does something the other way, somebody who does something the other way, somebody will send me a document to eSign, somebody will send me a PDF, somebody will post me something. Now, there's all these different ways of doing things. There's no central system automating that workflow. Now, that's my guess in the shower does that resonate yeah yeah i think that what you're talking about is exactly right i think the applications that we use for workflow are not technically automating workflow they are repositories for a list of things a a, a description of what you've got to do Mm -hmm. a list of tasks that you've got to do allocate and put your time and make notes about what you're working on and at the end of the day do a bill based on the time that you worked in there. I, they're a repository. They're not a, a workflow in the way that I understand workflow and you understand workflow, especially automated workflow. 
Cool. No, I, I get it. And and like for years now, and we've been, I, I feel like banging my head against a brick wall when we talk about all these tools which live in stuff people have ever already bought. You know, there's, what was the figure I read the other day? 75% of accountants in Australia use Office 365. Yeah. Right, so we might as well assume it's it's endemic, apart from the funky ones using Google and some people using stuff in their office still. So So you've got this endemic Office 365 platform, this platform has workflow tools in it that can automate what you do, right? It has dashboarding tools that will tell you what's going on in your business. It has project management tools free out of the box. And yet yeah. I was I was talking to a customer the other day and they, they're going, um, uh, we've just implemented Trello, which for those of you who don't know is a project management tool, creates boards and stuff. And I went, well, Office 365 does that. Oh yeah, but we hired Jenny and Jenny knows Trello, so so we're gonna use that. But I went, mm. Trello's an extra 20 bucks a user a month. And I was like, well, that's, yep. that's very weird. Um, why are you using Trello and not using Project in Office 365, or Planner, sorry, in Office 365? And they went, well, Jenny knows Trello. And so for an organization that will quibble over spending a dollar, they happily go and spend $20 a user a month for all their users to use Trello when there's a replacement for 365. I'm not saying it's better or worse, but it kind of does the same thing and it's part of what you're already paying. And, and, and that's what I was saying. And the other thing is it's the integration. The integration is a big part of it. You've got all of these applications that Microsoft have been working really, really hard over the last five years, especially, yep. to integrate everything together. And that you can then use power, I know, with workflows and power automate and these sort of things to, to automate some of those steps that you've got to do. And we're using a bit of it now. We use a bit of it within our, in our office where we, we use, I use Planner. I don't use um, uh, Workflow Max anymore. I use Planner for all my areas. Um, we just use Workflow Max to, to, to capture our timesheets. Right. So you're not using Zero Projects to do that? I, we are in my division yep. in Ashford's, but in um, Ashford's itself, the accounting area, that's too big for um, what they're doing. They need yep. to use tax and all of those things. I think they, they could move to, but it means there's another step there. So at the moment, it's just they're using Workflow Max to capture their timesheets. They're creating very basic um, uh, basic jobs that they put in that run for the whole year. They put their time to it. It's an old-fashioned, it's not a workflow tool that they use to manage workflow all their workflow is managed through teams and projects and so, we've so. got automatic automated workflows so every month all the jobs get set up for everybody's basses based on lists that we've created um we've got in there and automatically we update the list and the list get updated when the new client gets added does all okay. of that automatically. So, so, so there's a bunch of manual maintaining these lists, but eventually it goes and creates the jobs automatically. You know, you're not using yeah, yeah. Power Automate to do that, right? Pardon? You're not using Power Automate to do that. Yeah, right? we are. Oh, you are? Cool. Yep, yep. Cool. So all of those, we use Power Automate to create all of those things. So we're, we're, we're doing, we're sort of halfway. We're, mm -hmm. We started it three months ago. Everybody's learning how to do Power Automate, how to, how to, um, the flows and how to update the flows and do that themselves. So they're learning how to do those things and then we'll keep keep driving those improvements. So probably the next step we've got to do is the power automate to update the client lists for each of the teams. Right. Yep. Yep. No, I, I understand. So, so you're starting to get there. So do you think this is something that's across the industry or just because that your firm has your team in it? Just because we've got our team in it and <laughs> we know how to use it and i've been hanging around you a long time and i know how cool this stuff is and it just works cool so you've got now 
systems doing things that people would have to do before. Yep. And the beauty is it integrates across the rest of their Office 365 suite. So right. they're able to bring their tasks down into to-do lists and they can see that and they can see their lists and they can see their tasks and what they've got to do. And they can share and move and flow it, move through the system a lot easier for them. Cool. Now, have you looked at going the next step and automating some of those tasks that they've got to do? No. <laughs> that, that, well, I, I suppose if you look at zero work papers, if you take it back a step and we go back to zero work papers, that was a big step that they made in terms of automating work papers that you've got to do. Um, and that is being done. But I think that there's a, there's a lot still, like when you talked about data and the big data, I think there's a lot of work that we can do in the next, you know, five years. A lot of work we can do in terms of automating a lot of that work paper process and capturing the data. So getting all of the information, using systems to verify, create the outliers, all this stuff, we, you know, we're going to get to a point where we talked about with Kairos the dream that the accounting industry wasn't ready for is, you know, <laughs> yes. we're, that's where we're talking. We're, we're getting to that point now where we start to think about those processes now. But, cool. So, so, so maybe maybe it's worth we'll, we'll dig out some of that thinking from from those few years ago. Um, maybe well, in another episode we'll bring it up and we'll look at how relevant that is now. And, and the other thing you've got too, though, is that we're regulated. They're, you know, not as regulated as superannuation funds, but we're regulated by the accounting by the tax agent uh, tax agent board. We're regulated by the CPAs and the CAs, and we're also there's insurance companies hanging over the top of everything as well. So these those bodies need to step up and get to that point. We saw CAs getting there. But if you think about audit, for example, and I and that was the discussion we used to have, was how easy could you do audit if you captured all of the data, created all the outliers and did all of those things. Now, I know one of the big four have been building a really big audit tool that mm-hmm. basically just cap, goes in and grabs transactions automatically out of the systems of the big business, right? So they go in and grab it and all the audit work papers are done. But the insurance companies still aren't ready for someone as a human going, I've got to go grab all my sample. I've got to grab all this. I've got to follow the process that's been outlined with that, which is still old fashioned and, and manual. Yep. Yeah, you it's, know, it's, they'll it's, go and do it or they'll get in the decision and they'll say, yeah, we're comfortable with it all. They still will then go and do step by step. I've got to have this. I've got to have my sample. I've got to have my audit trail. I've got to have my work papers. I've got to prove that I know what's going on. And you get the same with the accounting, with with taxation and doing general accounts as well. Right. So do you think that'll change as more and more technology takes over this? Or do you think that's I mean, it's kicking and screaming, right, I think would be the answer? Kicking and screaming, the accounting industry, the the industry itself have got to go. Okay, I'm ready to do it. They've yep. got to fo- they've got to say, okay, well, with the efficiencies, where do I go with those efficiencies? What impacts they're going to have on my business? Yep. We saw it when zero came on board, and it, and we were talking about twenty five to thirty percent efficiencies in doing accounts because of the single ledger and mm-hmm. zero work papers. We saw that sort of thing, and the pushback from the accounting industry was huge. It was yes. like, well, I bill by the hour. I'm going to drop thirty percent of my set, wait, my income, you know. And when in our in in Hanson's, we said, well, we're going to, I'm going to see a twenty five percent efficiency. So I went to my clients and said, we're going to get that. We'd like you to invest in other areas with us. 
and some client, most clients did, but some didn't. Some said, See, I, that, want the, I, and I, I want that. And I, I find that fascinating because as a, and I'm probably a more modern client than a lot of your clients out there, but I'm not buying hours from you, thank you very much. I'm buying an outcome. Yes. I shouldn't care yes. how long it takes, right? That should be, that should, how it should be irrelevant. Exactly. And this is this whole concept and maybe next week we can talk about IP and all of these sort of things. We're exactly right. It's this, there's a real balancing act with, you know, you've got regulatory, you've got to have and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And, you know, to do a set of accounts and do a tax return, if I look at some of the requirements, like an individual tax return, some of the requirements that are coming through from the taxation board and from the the institutes and, and, and CPAs, you, you, it's ridiculous, the price that you've got to charge where you can get all of the information directly from the ATO effectively yep. and from other sources. You can pick it up and, and do it, but they go, no, 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 no. We still want you to go back to source documents, go through this. You've got an obligation to, to, to do your due diligence and follow the steps and, and come with that. And hence, people are charging 350 500 bucks for an individual tax return. That shouldn't take long. And then you get the other side of the coin where the tax office is going, well, you're charging too much. So that's where this is this push to, well, we'll you don't need to do tax returns anymore. The tax office um, will do them for you now. Thank you very much. But the tax agent board, if I sit in it, I hear them and, and I go, man, you're contradicting what you're talking about. You're making it so difficult for, for accountants because, you know, if you make a mistake or you don't pick something up or you rely on the information from the ATO and the ATO is wrong, the onus falls back on the accountant. Awesome. So the, <laughs> All care and no responsibility, right, Jeff? You know, and it's all the accountant's fault. And then all of a sudden they get an amended assessment because this wasn't included in the data set that was provided by the ATO. And it's the accountant's fault. The client goes, well, shit, I've got to pay this tax because that wasn't included. Why didn't you ask me about it? Yep. So it, there's, there's bodies, the, 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 there's got to be movement from everywhere before we get to there. But I can definitely see there's a lot of automation we can bring into here. Like from what I'm seeing now, that we're doing a lot of administration automation yep. because there's no regulatory, getting into the nuts and bolts of audit and so forth. I think superannuation funds, have been automated massively. Yes. With class. And because they're regulated so hard, you've only got one, you know, you've got you've got sources of information that are that are reliable that come through, and then they're outsourcing, and then the outsourcing of it. That has put a lot of pressure on that industry. Mm. If you're not automated, you can't compete with the, the companies. With the other guys. Done. Wow. You can't compete. So everybody's pulling out. Like you, you see a movement of superannuation funds. You've seen that over the last five years because they've been able to automate. Yep. Yep. No, for sure. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to wrap it up now because I want to keep these a little shorter this year. Yeah. Um, so I want to keep us under 20 minutes because I think that's, that's a good time. I think as we move forward in time, people's ability to concentrate shrinks. So I'm going to keep yep. us a little bit more short form. But um, that was the accounting technology fireside that chat. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you, Nick. I loved that one. That was a good start to the year. So it's good it's start get to good. the year. I think next year, next week's going to get even better when we start to focus on something. We can sort of expand on this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, um, if you are listening or watching, obviously you can pick us up on um, audible.com or anywhere where you get your podcasts. We're also on LinkedIn, YouTube and Facebook. So um, do hit a like. 
please subscribe and leave a comment if you'd um, like us to chat about a topic. Now, just to let you know, Trevor, we are global. So we have listeners and watchers all over the world for this at the moment. So um, so lots of different time zones and different people. So we'll, 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 we'll see if we can make, make the content a little less Australian, a little more interesting. All right. Okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, I thought it was a good time. Um, that was a good one. Lovely to be back to in the saddle doing this, Trev. Okay. Let's go. Cool. You have a super day. Will do. Thanks, Nick. Cheers. See ya. See ya.